Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey, hey, welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Kim Peek, and I help people live empowered and fulfilled lives through movement, mindset, and journaling strategies. Welcome to day four of our challenge. This challenge is designed to get you moving more and help you kickstart some healthy habits. So I hope you are well on your way. In case you're tuning in for the first time, go ahead. This is the fourth in a series. We've done episodes one, two, and three, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. You can go back and pick those up at any time. But to recap, so far, you have chosen a goal. You've identified the trigger or a system that will help you remember to do whatever it is that you've set out to do. You've written down a plan on how you'll adapt when you get off track. And you've identified some affirmations or mantras that you can repeat when the going gets tough. You're reminding yourself to choose gratitude and optimism. And if you want all of this written down, you can go to www.crushingmygoals.com slash five days, the number five, D-A-Y-S. And you can get a daily email where you get a link to the podcast and the notes so that you can stay on top of this. And the email comes out first thing in the morning as a reminder to help you stick with your goals. Just one more trigger in there to help set you on your path to success. I've had you do all of this work to reinforce your goals because mindset is at least 75% of this game. You might think that mindset strategies are for flower children of the 70s, but mindfulness practices have gone mainstream. And as more people recognize that an integrated approach to wellness is important, more people are understanding that training your mind is an important, important part of athleticism and just how people become successful in their life and in their careers. And you probably also have noticed that more and more of the athletes you love, that we love, talk openly about how they have integrated mindset strategies into their training. Two of my favorites, and probably yours too, are Dina Castor and Kara Goucher. Kara has a book that I highly recommend called Strong, A Runner's Guide to Boosting Confidence and Becoming the Best Version of You. It's a super quick read, but it's a great book and it is totally everything that you would expect from Kara. Cheerful, uplifting, positive. It's a great, great book. And Dina also has a book that could be considered the Bible on mindset. Hers is called Let Your Mind Run, A Memoir of Thinking My Way to Victory. And if you want to dive more into how endurance athletes tackle mindset, this is another book you will absolutely want. You'll love both of these books. And if you want to hear more about Dina and her philosophy of mindset, I did interview Dina last year, and you can check out that interview. It is episode 53 of the podcast. And if you want to find the podcast, go to crushingmygoals.com. And at the top menu there is a link that says podcasts on the first screen you will see this season and at the bottom of the page there is a link that will take you to previous seasons and just scroll on down to episode 53 and of course you can always subscribe to the podcast 
on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, I'm probably there because I send my podcast to a lot of places every week. I think it's important to work on mindset as you train, and I typically recommend using a journal. I really believe that journaling is the missing link in most training plans. When you are working with a running coach or you download a free plan off the internet, whatever you're, you're doing, I really think journaling is that missing element. And when I say journaling, I'm not just talking about the dear old dear diary, the old thing you used to do when you were a little kid, you'd write before bedtime. I'm not really talking about that. I'm also not talking about simply logging your nutrition and training activities. Garmin does a great job of that, right? I'm talking about taking this a step beyond that. When you record how you felt during your workout or in every, any life situation you're facing, you begin to see patterns emerge. It might be with what you're eating, it might be with your workouts, but it's not just tracking the statistics. It's tracking the thought processes that you're having, the thoughts that you have around your success or how you did or how any thoughts that pop into your mind. I mean, running is a great time to just to think about what's going on in your life and I get my best ideas while I'm running too. And so you just never know what ideas are going to pop up, whether it's a problem you solve or something else that's going on in your mind. Write all of those things down. You just never know what kinds of patterns you're going to start seeing and what you're going to learn about yourself and your life and what's important to you. I know it can seem hard to start writing in a journal and it's hard to stare at that blank page. So I have some questions for you that might help get you started. Some ideas that you might write about. What is my intention today? What do I want this day to be like? How do I feel right now mentally and physically? That would be a great one to ask after you get back from running. How do I feel about my training? That's an especially important question if you're having a hard time getting out the door in the morning to do your workout. Explore those feelings. Why don't you want to go run? What's getting in your way? Why aren't you excited about it anymore? Or the flip side, Why are you so excited? What do you love about that? When you write these things down, especially the positives, if you feel great when you come back from your run, if you feel energized, you can go back in times when you're not feeling as up, in times when you are feeling blue, and flip through your training journal. And it's a great reminder of why you do this, of how you're going to feel great. These are some of the things that make us keep going back are these feelings that we have, the way it enhances our lives. So if you have a hard time remembering why you love to run or why you love to cycle or row or whatever, it's great to go back and read about some of the positive experiences you've had. It might help energize you again and get you back into the mindset where you want to do this. Some other questions. Are there any negative thought patterns dragging me down? Why do I wake up excited? What do I wake up excited about every morning? What have I done lately to recharge my batteries? What's the life I want to live? What does it look like? What will it take for me to have that life? What am I grateful for? And I'm sure just those topics brought up other ideas to you that maybe are more meaningful or you're like, oh, Kim, that's stupid, but but I would write about this. Write about those things. There really are no rules for journaling. You should write about 
and reflect on what is most helpful and meaningful to you. There are people who journal first thing in the morning, morning pages as Julia Cameron writes about in The Artist's Way, but you can write in your journal at any time that makes sense to you. It doesn't have to be in the morning. It might feel more natural to you to write before you go to bed as you decompress and think about how your day went. Or write for a bit after you get back from your run while you're experiencing that runner's high. Now, switching gears a bit. I said mindset made up 75% of your success. I think the other 25%-ish comes from consistency. Whatever you want to achieve, you need to work toward it consistently. And if you're a runner or a cyclist or a rower or a hiker or a climber, anyone who is moving a lot, that means listening to your body and paying attention to how you feel so you don't get in a situation where you get injured. When I first started running, once I decided I liked running, because if you've heard my story, you know that I didn't always love to run. But once I decided I liked running, I became what I call an overzealous runner. I wanted to run all the time, and I didn't have an off switch. That very quickly led to a series of injuries that left me on the sidelines. And that is something I do not want for you. It is no fun to sit on the sidelines or to have a destination race planned, you know, back when we got to travel for races. Seems like forever ago. But it's so fun when you have a big trip planned with your friends and you're injured and you're like, oh, I guess I can't go. Or, oh, I'm just going to go cheer because I can't run this week. That's no fun. I don't want that for you. So you're going to make bigger gains if you take the slow and steady approach like the tortoise and the hare. Slow and steady wins the race. Listen to your body. If you feel a pain in your foot or your hip or your knee or your shin, whatever your problem area is, for more than a day or two, switch activities and give it a chance to recover. You know, switch to walking or cycling if you need to take the impact off. Give it a full rest day. See a doctor or a sports chiropractor if the pain continues. And just don't run through pain. Ease up for a bit. Give things time to heal. You will be better off taking an extra rest day here or there than you would be if you ran through the pain and allowed the injury to get so bad that it required weeks of rest. Believe me, I know this from tons of personal experience as somebody who just couldn't slow down and let my body recover. A few days off here and there are not going to hurt your progress, but taking off big chunks of time either due to injury or illness or because you couldn't get your mindset right and manage your schedule that's going to slow your progress. I also want to talk just a second about limiting beliefs. A limiting belief is when you tell yourself a story, there's something that you believe that is limiting your progress. People have all kinds of limiting beliefs around athletic potential, athletic ability, but it can also be things like the role a woman should play in the home or what their career might look like or how smart they are or their ability to learn new things, or what it means to have money. And these stories you tell yourself might be based on things that your parents or your teachers told you, or stories that even you told yourself due to years and years of certain experiences where you just started to believe either a pattern that emerged or what people were telling you. And so you came to believe these things even though they weren't necessarily true. And so we need to learn to flip the script and 
learn to change that story. If there's something in your life you want to change, if you have big goals, don't let your beliefs around what is possible limit your potential. Learn to identify those thoughts, challenge them, and build confidence around your skills in that area. That's one of the reasons that I tell you to use those mantras and affirmations and to repeat great things about yourself in the mirror. I know it seems funny, but these things work. Build confidence around your skills and just as examples, think about some of these people or go back and listen to these episodes, these people that I have interviewed over the past few years who didn't let others define what is possible. In episode 106, we talked to Dan Williams who had a heart attack and was a total couch potato, was not taking care of himself, and went on to become a U.S. Masters track champion after his heart attack. In episode 102, same thing, Dave McGillray went and ran the Boston Marathon also after a heart attack. He didn't let people, what people thought about heart attacks, limit what he could do. He knew he could run the Boston Marathon and he went and did it. We have an episode 84 and 85 where I talked about the Kansas City Chiefs and all of the fabulous mindset things that they went through this past winter when they went on to become the Super Bowl champions. That's Those are really fun episodes, 84 and 85. Catherine Switzer, the first woman to officially run the Boston Marathon, she went on and ran that race even after people said that women couldn't run that far and she redefined what was possible for women that's episode 54 totally changed what sports looked like for women in episode 50 i talked to nick simmons nick was a high school runner who was decent he only got an offer from a d3 school he ran for a d3 school in college and still went on to become a U.S. Olympic track champion. And, you know, he could have said, oh, D3 school, why would I ever think I would be able to go to the Olympics when I didn't go to a D1 school? No, he didn't let anybody define his success. He went on to the Olympics. So there are tons of examples in past episodes. If you want to go listen, listen to some of those people's thoughts for perspective. Get fired up about what is possible. Today's assignment Work on your mindset, positivity, and gratitude. That's number one. Number two, reimagine what you believe is possible. Number three, continue to get your workouts in. Strive for consistency because consistency is the fastest way to build skill. And I'm going to throw in a number four, and that is to go through and listen to some of the past episodes that I mentioned because they really are stories that will empower you. And I'll leave you with one final thought. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Don't think you have to be perfect. Don't strive for perfection. Don't strive for perfection. Sometimes just being good enough is good enough. And you take one good enough step day after day after day and you build up that long string of consistency And that is how you build greatness. Don't beat yourself up over the little things. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and 
soon enough, you will achieve your goal. Have a great day, everyone, and we will talk again tomorrow. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.